0: show talk the place where i talk you talk and we talk about shows i am back and i am so excited to be recording another episode of the passage i know it's been about three weeks i'm sorry but i was sick and i'm finally feeling better enough to record the last couple of episodes that i missed but i didn't miss live tweeting i was there every monday with you guys live tweeting every episode And are you as emotionally drained as I am every episode? Because I thought episode three was crazy and everything that happened to Shauna. I mean, the anger, the feels, it's all there. But now episode four with Carter, I just feel like I've lost a child, you guys. But we'll get into that somewhere in this episode. But we're going to start off with a quick recap of episode three and everything that went down there. And we'll follow it up with order of, I guess, importance of everything that's gone on in episode four leading up to where we are now. So I hope you're still following along with me on this crazy ride. I can't believe you're still here, but uh, let's get right into it. So last time we saw brad amy and the virals brad and amy had just been taken in by project noah and amy had been injected with tim's virus now although amy hasn't shown any negative effects from the injection as of yet brad is still cautious because one we don't know project noah we don't know their true intentions yes we say it's to cure this bird flu that's coming in but also we don't now if we actually have control, I mean Jonas did, once upon a time, and he lost it. And that's really what Brad is trying to figure out. As they're trying to escape, or figure out a way to escape, you gotta know your enemy. And that is trying to figure out who Project Noah is. And along with Project Noah, it's trying to figure out who your virals are, who these subjects are, how they got to where they are, and if they're capable of more than what we just see. We get to see that in the relationship between Tim and Shauna this episode, where Tim is encouraging Shauna to fight back against Project Noah and this execution they have scheduled for her after she killed one of the guards in self-defense. Tim lets her know that she is a lot more stronger and powerful than what we've seen in past episodes and we get to see that growth of power and how she communicates with Clark in her telepathic abilities and tries to get him to sympathize with her in trying to see how she made it to Project Noah and see that the monster they created is not who she once was. And from these glimpses of memory, we get to see that she was just an aspiring makeup artist looking to save up and finally escape her terrible home life and go to LA and make something of herself. Her mother was never really there for her focusing instead on her boyfriend and we find out that it was her mother's boyfriend that was raping her since the age of eight continuously that finally got her to break when she confronted her mother and found out that she knew she knew that this was happening to her as a child and was not protected. Now, when something like that happens and you find out that the people who were supposed to protect you and was supposed to raise you up to be a perfect person of society has abandoned you like this for someone that they don't even know, you kind of snap. And that's what Shauna did. And as Clark sees this, he's able to understand her a bit more and stops the execution from happening, basically saving her life. And as Clark gets to understand her better, we also get to understand her better. We see why she depends on Tim to create this family that she doesn't have and why she is okay with being a viral and able to have this power that she has to protect herself when those around her haven't been able to. And that's really where the main focus of episode three was. Looking at Shauna's life story, someone that we've looked at as a bad guy for the last couple of episodes, and now thinking that maybe she's not, maybe she's more than what we see. And as we continue to look not only at her, but at the other virals and specifically Carter, maybe we'll change our mind on who they really are. And as we look at Carter, someone who's been continuously recruited by Tim and Shauna, we'll be able to see in this episode, his history, as well as his fight against him and the virus that's flowing through his body, and whether or not he's going to make it and the side that he chooses to stand by. Now, I don't know about you, but it looks like to be part of Project Noah, you have to have a certain amount of common requirements. Some of those being you have to have a really sad background. You have to be on death row and you have to really want to let go and accept the viral for what it is in order to get the power that you want. And it looks like our poor baby Carter has that and we get to see a little bit of that and how we look at his history, and how we see how he got to Project Noah and how he is now interacting with Tim and the rest of the virals. And this starts off with Carter showing symptoms that the virus might be taking hold of him, and the doctors and Jonas decide to put him in an ice bath to combat some of the effects. But it's a race against time, because Jonas knows that Tim is the main reason for Carter slowly declining. And as he continues to look for a cure to stop the effects, the power goes out due to outside casualties currently going on. And Carter is left in a dreamlike state, going back and forth between the present and the past, all while being at Tim's mercy. Now, some of the things we see in Carter's history is how he ended up on death row. And it all starts off with the death of a woman named Rachel. And as I was watching this episode, as soon as Rachel comes onto the scene as a realtor looking to help Carter sell his home, red flags automatically went off. Because Carter even goes on to say that he wasn't looking for a realtor. He wasn't looking for help. But here comes Rachel knocking on his door, looking to... Help him. Be be a friendly helper in his new home selling journey. And again, red flags because he wasn't looking for her. And here she comes in acting as if she knows him and knows what he wants. And within minutes of the show, you already see that they have established a relationship together. Now, I understand that this is Carter's first relationship and that he trusts her and he looks like a decent man enough to be able to take care of her and provide for her the way that you would want someone to in a relationship. But when you look at Rachel herself, you could see that she's invested in this relationship in a whole different way. She goes out to buy a home for them within three months of their relationship. Now if that doesn't scream red flags, I don't know what does. And Carter being the gentleman that he is decides to stick with her, stick by her, even though he says that she's a little crazy and she has like a little problems, but he loves her anyway and probably within a year of living together and establishing their relationship, she comes home with a black eye. Where did she get it? Is she okay? We don't know. And then all of a sudden she drops a bomb on us. I'm saying us, cause I'm invested. I'm Carter now, I'm invested. Because it turns out she's married. She's been married the entire time she's Matt Carter. The entire time that they've lived together, they've started this new life together, they've bought a home together. She has been married to an abusive man, no less. And it killed me because Carter is destroyed by this. He's finally trusted someone enough to bring them into his life. And to be betrayed such as this, it's it's a big blow. And she has the nerve the nerve to automatically ask for forgiveness from him. Now, I'm not saying that it's right that she should be in a relationship with a man that abuses her and she shouldn't go out and find her own happiness, but maybe get a divorce first or let the person you are starting a new relationship w- with know that you are currently married and that you are unsafe and unhappy and looking for a new start with somebody else who is going to protect you and love you the way you would like them to and i don't know maybe it would have given carter a warning in how to go about things both with him and with her because as he doesn't accept her apology because like any other normal human he has to grieve and accept the fact that someone he's trusted and loved has lied to him for however long (sighs) she goes and possibly kills herself What, how, I understood she was unstable, but oh my God, he is a black man. She is a white woman. We are in dangerous times. This is not how we go about things. And he is blamed by her husband because she's still married on the death of Rachel who caused it herself. So even from the grave, she's still causing trouble for Carter. And it kills me because he continuously blames himself for her death, believing that if he had just forgiven her and believing that if he had been awake earlier to protect her, or been there for her, that she would still be alive today. And no, that's not how that works. But because that is within his mind, because that's within his soul, Tim is able to play off on those those thoughts and those feelings in order to manipulate him into thinking that this was a time that he was powerless this was a time that he had no control of those around him and the circumstances that happened to him but now with this new virus he's able to take control of that once and for all with tim shauna and the other virals and it looks like tim is actually successful in convincing carter to be on his side And it just shows how powerful that Tim is and the plans that he has at play. Because the more people he has on his side, the more powerful he's able to become. And it just has you question, what is Tim's endgame? How does he plan to escape Project Noah and get out? And we get to see this a little bit more in how the other virals interact with other members within Project Noah and what their plans are in their own escape and their own workings with Tim. And we get to see this with the works of Wilson, another inmate also within Project Noah, and how he interacts with the guard Paulson. We've established that the virals have a telepathic link that they're able to use to control those around them or to get those around them to see certain things that they wouldn't on the regular. And David seems to use this against his guard, Paulson, in trying to get him to escape. So far, it seems that Paulson has gotten readings saying that David Wilson loves him, that he's going to protect him, that he's going to escape this prison once and for all. And it's really taking its toll on Paulson. It's really getting him mentally as well as physically. And you can see that throughout the episode, that he is slowly breaking down with the link that the two of them have. And it doesn't help that Clark is hiding the relationship that him and Shauna are having, especially now that him and Shauna are having continuous conversations uh, with one another throughout the entire day. So now, feeling alone and that no one understands the strain of the telepathic relationship between him and Wilson, Paulson decides to take matters into his own hands. If he can't get those around him to believe that The virals are strong and that they are making their own moves. He's going to have to stop them. And at first, he needs to get his demands heard. And to do this, he locks down Project Noah by shooting up the place, claiming that he won't stop until they get him a helicopter to escape with Wilson. He even says that he has one of the vials containing Tim's blood on the loose. And if that were to come into contact with humanity at the moment, we know that we'd be worrying more about that than the bird flu that's coming. Because these virals they are unstable. And to have a vial of that blood out in the open, that is dangerous. And the main important task right now that both Brad and the rest of Project Noah Force have is getting that back, getting the information of where that vial is. And you would think that they were close. Brad was close in talking him down and getting him to Getting him to see that he's not alone, that he's seen Tim and the powers that he's had, that he's even been threatened by him. So he understands how weak he is against Wilson and that he is on his side in how to go about protecting humanity from them. But Clark, hearing that Brad knows about what's actually going on in Project Noah, hearing that Paulson might actually out him for the conversations he's having with Shauna, goes and shoots Paulson before we even get to know where the vial is. I've never been so angry at Clark this entire episode, because this is no time to be defensive about a relationship you have with a freaking vampire, because Jonas has just gotten infected with Carter's blood, There is a guy shooting up an entire facility and the possibility of this blood, this infection is out in the open and he's going to kill the only lead that we have in solving that problem just to hide his relationship? I'm done. And it's not like that even helped Because now everyone's suspicious Brad is suspicious, Dr. Sykes is suspicious I'm suspicious Because I want to know if Shauna's relationship With Clark is going to get him On the wrong side of things Now yes, I feel bad for Shauna And everything that happened to her And yes, I feel bad for Carter And everything that happened to him But now they are on the wrong side Of humanity They are going to get everyone killed And so I can't necessarily feel too bad in what happens to them in order to protect the rest of the race. I know that sounds terrible, but that's what I feel right now. So if Clark is on the wrong side, we need to get control of that as soon as possible. And now, as we're worrying about Clark and everything that's gone down with Jonas being infected, Carter being taken over by Tim, with now a possible vial on the loose, there is so much to worry about with how this episode ended and how future episodes are going to go from here now although i do think that that was the main focuses of episode four i can say that there were a few honorable mentions that i just have to put in at the end before we close out this episode and that would be the fact that lila and lacy are still alive and well which is great and they're still looking to convict project noah of everything that they've done in order to save both brad and amy but of course that's not going to be easy because we don't know who we're dealing with when it comes to project noah and even the reporter that they do end up hiring to find information on the works that project noah has been doing ends up dead and that just means that they have to worry about their lives when it comes to finding out the truth and spreading the truth to the entire world about who Project Noah really is. And I'm worried because I can't lose Lacey. We just got her back, okay? I love her as a main character and I swear we've only watched about 15 minutes of her total in this entire season so far and I don't want to lose her because they're going down a bad path trying to open the world to what is Project Noah. So fingers crossed that her and Lila are able to succeed in outing them, and if so, they're able to get Brad and Amy back away from Project Noah's clutches once and for all. Another thing to note in this episode is the relationship with Amy and everyone else. It seems that she might be developing some powers because we see her run really fast this episode. And maybe it's adrenaline, maybe we're making things up in our head, but this might be a new power that's coming through and if that's the case then who knows if that's just something personal to her or if the other virals can do it or if she has new powers coming in and if they're even more amazing or stronger than what we see from the other virals and also as we're talking about recruitments (laughs) Shauna and Amy I think they're developing some kind of relationship because Shauna tries to talk to her about joining Tim's plans. And I don't know how that's going to go throughout the season, but I can hate Shauna a lot more if she ends up ruining the relationship between Brad and Amy and taking Amy away and infecting her. And I can't, I I don't accept it clearly. And that's why it wasn't in this episode yet because I I don't want to even think about it honestly so hopefully that doesn't happen and shauna stays in her lane back downstairs in her little cell and calls it a day but that's it that's all i got for this episode it's a little all over the place i'm still trying to get over this cold obviously but how did you like it i really liked it a lot i liked seeing the different side of project noah well specifically the viral side i like seeing what happened to shauna in episode three i like seeing what happened to carter in episode four and i wonder if we're gonna go down the list and just see like every viral in their life i mean some of them were mass murderers so i don't want to go down that lane <laughs> but if we do i i think that would be an interesting play i mean hey i'm looking for a season two so however we can extend these episodes i'm a-okay with that um what did you guys think about clark i was so mad this episode because he's ruining everything just for shauna and he doesn't understand that he's being played and it's killing me and if he doesn't open his mouth to what's going on right now he is going to get us all killed (sighs) that's my rant for that um this baby family that's going on with Brad and Amy I loved seeing their relationship play out this episode as well did you guys like that this little treehouse moment that they had I thought that was very cute and I love to see that their relationship develop even more I mean I'm hoping that their version of a family is stronger than what Tim is offering So, fingers crossed. And lastly, what do you guys think about Jonas? Jonas and Tim were friends. So, if Jonas ends up infected, is this going to be a good thing or a bad thing? And how is that going to play with Tim's plans? Because Jonas, for all intents purposes, is on the side of humanity and on the side of Project Noah. So, if he is aware of everything that's going on with tim if he can interact with him a lot more now that he's infected it does that give away the secrets of what tim's plan is i i don't know it's complicated clearly but hopefully we'll see that a little bit more in episode five i mean they have to address it and we'll see if he's really infected and what that means for everyone but that's all I got. Like I always say, if you like me, if you like this show, I hope you are following along and sharing it with everyone else with the hashtag ShowTalkPodcast, both on Twitter and all of your socials, because why not? And I will see you for a next episode. But like always, keep talking.